you don't have a relationship with God, now is the time to have a relationship with the Father. Because if we can't hear him during this time of uncertainty, we're going to miss the move of God. <clears throat> and we will also miss the things and instructions that God gives us. This morning, we want to talk about trusting God, per se, trusting in uncertain times, uncertain times. We are right now at a place, we're in a season, we're in a time frame where things are uncertain. Um, a lot of times we, we, we fake the funk, if I can put it that way. We Sometimes we, we, we say that we believe and we trust, but when things actually begin to transpire, it tells us where our faith really is. And if we can acknowledge and we can admit, we are right now in uncertain terms, uh, uncertain times we're in. But I want to give you hope. I, I, I understand we're living in uncertain times. We, I understand that we're at a place, and I want to deal with a right now word. We're in a place right now where things are uncertain. We are not sure what's going to happen. Many people are very fearful. Many people are at a state where they don't know where to turn or who to listen. But... The main focus for the body of Christ and those who will is to turn to the Lord because the only place you're going to get your answer is from God. Amen. Yes, and I, I'm going to go here. I, I'm going to go here. Um, uh, yes, we're not sure how the election is going to go. Amen. But what we do know that whatever happens is in the will of God. God can use anybody, he can choose anybody, but where mankind is failing, we're not putting our trust in God. These are uncertain times. When we're at a place that we are so afraid, and I'm saying, what are you afraid of? You, you should be trusting in God, not trusting in man. And so, so we've got to get to that place of understanding during these uncertain times, we have to know without a shadow of a doubt that God is going to take care of his people. Amen. God is going to take care of his people. I, I, I'm in a place where I, 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 I'm, I'm hearing people call and they're concerned about what's going to happen, what may happen. And I'm like, where is your faith? Where is your faith today? I speak that to the body of Christ. Where is your faith today? We all face things that are uncertain. But we serve a God who's, who is certain about everything. He knows everything. He is everywhere. But we have to come to that understanding to believe God. Never get ourselves in such a frenzy that we don't know what's going to happen. We serve God, the God that takes control of our tomorrow. He, he has it. So in the midst of uncertainty, 
that we have to get to the place where we've got to step into the unknown. And when we step into the unknown, we will end up going into faith or we will be operating by faith. And what happens in, in when we trust God, uh, when we're trusting during these uncertain times, it will sharpen our faith. Mm-hmm. It will sharpen our faith. It, it allows us to become more mature in our spirit. And then it, it takes us to a place where we have to depend on God. A lot of times we don't want to depend on God. We depend on man. It's, it's the little things. When we see the little things, it, I'm, I'm always sharing. I'm always sharing something about something that has happened to me through the week. Well, this week I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I've got Lysol. Got that. You blessed me with that. And I was coming down the highway and I said, Lord, I want some microband. I'm Pacific. That's what I said to God. And the the previous week, I had gone to the grocery store about, I guess, about 15 to 7 in the morning. And there was nothing. There was no lights out. There was no microband. There was no Laurelin. None of that. So, but this particular week, and I started not to stop, and I said, God, I won't. Some microband, which has 24 hours that will kill the, supposedly the virus, okay, the germs. And what do I see when I get to the store? Microband. See, we've got to be specific. We have to believe God. Amen? we got to believe God. Somebody might say, well, you know, that's crazy asking God for little trivial things like that. Well, let me tell you something. It's no longer trivial. It's a necessity to have. Amen. It's a necessity to have. Now, the first place we're going to go to in our, uh, in our text this morning is we're going to the book of 1 Kings. 1 Kings, chapter number 20. 1 Kings, chapter number 20. I, I, I just want to just teach because I de- definitely want the word to, to fall within our spirit. We want to dissect it. So it will be in our spirit to the point we won't be afraid of anything. Now, in First Kings chapter number 20, this is something that we as the body of Christ has to understand. We have to understand in these uncertain times that God is not limited to space. Hmm. He's not limited to time. He's not limited to seasons. He is not limited to our circumstances, nor is he limited to the lack of our faith. There is no limitations with God. That's something we're going to have to comprehend in our minds during these uncertain times that there is no limitations when it comes to God. Now, let's look at 1 Kings chapter number 20. Here it is. The children of Israel has been in battle. And they have won the battle. But a word comes to them in verse number 22 in the next season what was going to happen. Now, verse 22 in 1 Kings chapter 20 says, And the prophet came to the king of Israel and said unto him, Go strengthen thyself 
and mock and see what thou doest. For at the return of the year, the king of Syria will come up against thee. Now, what do I find in that verse that, that, that I need to understand and, and put in my spirit, I put it in my reservoir? It says the, the instructions that was given was to go to the king, go strengthen thyself and mock and see what thou doest. In this season, with everything that's going on, what's happening right now, we've got to strengthen ourselves. It's very imperative that we strengthen ourselves. And the reason why we have to strengthen ourselves, there is going to be a reoccurrence of what we've already seen in the past. When I say past, our past now is not something that's far away, but our past now was just yesterday. Amen. Because we specifically, and I'm going to go here too, we're specifically dealing with the coronavirus. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm specifically dealing with that because there is going to be a reoccurrence and it's going to be worse. We're, we are at a place now where we have gone to sleep. We have gotten to the point where we have lulled ourselves to sleep. We've put that all behind us as if it has disappeared. It has not disappeared. It has not disappeared. The Lord put in my spirit some time ago to, to, to uh, get vitamins to, in, to build your immune system against the virus. God, God put that in my spirit. I know God did that. And the reason why I know that God did that is because those vitamins came to me free. There was no way I could pay for those vitamins that God gave us. I mean, we are at a place now we have given to 12 different churches. We have serviced the community of Gaffney, and we're right now uh, are getting ready to service the community of Inman. We're dealing with a, a soup kitchen, somebody now who has shut their church doors down, and they are feeding people that are hungry. See, these are uncertain times. They are giving people a hot meal that cannot afford to, to, to have meals for themselves. So, so and, th- and then I said to someone, I said, well, what about your church? Do your church want some vitamins? Would you like to have some to build? And God was very specific. He said, build up your um, immune system. So this particular person sends word back, well, we're from the country. Do you think Corona care about you being from the country? Absolutely not. We're from the country, so we don't take vitamins. Okay. Then what God has said, that's okay. You're saying God is alive. But I can rest assured the next thing I will hear, the very person that spoke that word will end up with some type of situation in their life. Never, never underestimate the power of God and what God is saying. God will take care of his people if his people will allow him to. The enemy is coming, y'all. Whether you want to believe it or not, the enemy is coming again. It's going to, this is a prophetic word, it's going to be worse. You can bank on it. God has never, not one time, failed to warn us before things take place. He has always warned this house. And he's always provided for this house. Amen. God has done that. The Lord has done that. But it's going to get worse. I cannot emphasize it enough. It is going to get worse. 
people are shutting out. They're not even caring. They're not caring anymore. They don't care whether or not you get sick. They don't even care anymore. But God is saying, you got to mock this. You got to understand. You got to stretch whatever it takes for you to strengthen yourself. God said, you need to do that because the enemy is coming. This is not a doom and gloom message. It, this is an informative message. Amen. To come right where you, are, where you are because we are living in uncertain times. But we've got to learn to trust God during these uncertain times. It says, it's, it's, it begins to say in the latter part of 22, it talks about, it says, For at the return of the year, the king of Syria will come up against thee. Well, I looked up that word, the, the Hebrew meaning of the word Syria. That word Syria, there, it, it means one who deceives with exaltation, this deception. The spirit of deception is going to be on the rise. Be careful who you're listening to. Be careful what, what, what you're allowed to come into your system, into your body, into your mind, because the spirit of deception will tell you that you're going to be all right. You can go and do whatever you want to do. No, the devil is a lie. Amen. Because you have no clue who may have the, the COVID-19. You have no clue. So that spirit of deception is going to tell you, don't believe what God is saying. Don't trust in God. It's going to tell you to trust in man. But if the spirit of deception is on the rise right now, and many people will be deceived because they're not going to trust in God. They're not going to trust in God. All right. Now, verse number 23 in 1 Kings chapter number 20 says, And the servants of the king of Syria said unto him, Watch how the enemy talks about our God. He says now, their gods are gods of the hills. Therefore, they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain, which represents the low country, and surely we shall be stronger than they. See, the enemy... um, the enemy uh, uh, is saying, listen, you won that last battle because of you, 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 were, you were up. You know, you, you was at a different level. You, you had it going on. That was no words. He says, now, what we're going to do, we're going to fight you right now on the low ground. In other words, he's going to fight us right now when, in a situation where we didn't have what we used to have. That's where he's going to fight us. He's going to fight us right there because when we're operating in a place of lack, that's when the enemy, uh, he's at a place where he don't want you to trust God. Because you're at a place of lack, and you think about it, many of us do not have what we used to have a few months ago. We're, 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 we're at a place trying to make sure, and some of us are like, what is it, Peter robbing Paul or Paul robbing Peter? Amen. We, we're robbing from one bill to pay the other bill. Okay? But the enemy is sitting around and he's laughing. And because he's saying, your God can't take care of you. But the enemy, the devil is a lie. God can and God will. Amen. He will take care of your children. Now, 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 now watch God. Watch God. And verse number 26, 1 Kings chapter number 20. Because see, the enemy is laughing. He, he, he's, he's, he's laughing. Okay. Now, verse number 26 says, And it came to pass at the return of the year, that Benadad numbered the Syrians and he went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. Well, what does that say? 
What it's saying now is that Benadad, he, he is a builder. And uh, uh, he's, a, he's, he's at a place where he's talking about the, the spirit of deception. He goes up to Aphek. Now, that word Aphek, that the enemy now is going to try to rise into his highest strength. Because that's how he's going to try to come against you. He's, he's going to gather all, all his forces, and he's going to try to come up against you. We've got to be very careful that we stay firm in our faith. Very, very crucial, stay firm in our faith. Now, look now, look now at verse 27. It says, and the children of Israel were numbered and were all present and went against them. And the children of Israel pitched before them like two little Flocks of kids, but the Syrians fill the country. It's going to make it look like, appear like the enemy is, has you outnumbered. It's going to make it appear that you've been outnumbered with the circumstances and the situations, as, especially during this time of uncertainty. But this is where your faith has to, has to, to lie. Verse number 28. Verse 28, 1 Kings chapter 20 says, and there came a what? A man of God. Okay? You don't find a whole lot of them no more. It says, And there came a man of God and spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus saith the Lord, Because the Syrian, that spirit of deception, have said, The Lord is the God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore, Will I deliver all that great multitude into thine hand, and ye shall know that I am God. Now, you've got to remember now, no matter what it looks like during this time of uncertainty, God is going to take care of his people. See, the enemy say, okay, God can only take care of you when you're in your higher self, when you're, you know, when you're up. But God said, listen. What the enemy said, even in your low state or in your, your low, lowest condition or during a time of uncertainty, God said, I'm going to take care of you. This is what the Lord said. God says, I am going to take care of you because, see, they're making fun of the name of God. They uh, never underestimate the power of God. Never underestimate the power of God. I don't care what your situation is. Never underestimate the power of God. Our God is omnipotent. Our God is all-powerful. That He's all-knowing. There is nothing that our God do not know. And there's nothing that he does not see. See, Elvoi, who is our God, he sees and he hears. And he knows what the enemy is saying. He even knows what the enemy is saying on the inside of us. You know, we, we do have an enemy inside of us, right? We do know that, right? We got an enemy on the inside of us, okay? We have an external enemy and we have an internal enemy. And see, that internal enemy will tell you God was not going to take care of you during the times of uncertainty when we don't really know what's going to happen. But we have to come to the place where we know that God has it all under control. I've got some beautiful friends, and I love them with all my heart, and, and, and they always want to tell me about, you know, this stuff and that stuff, and, and then they finally have come to the conclusion, well, you really don't want to talk about politics, do you? I said, no. And I said, i tell you a reason why. 
Because my Bible tells me that when the righteous is in authority, the people rejoices. And I said, I don't see no rejoicing going on. I said, but the fact remains, you got to understand, you got to trust God. You say you trust God. You say you believe God. You say you got money. You got all these things going on. But do you really trust God? I don't want to hear nothing about man. I don't want to hear nothing about man. Too many people got their trust in man, and man cannot help them. Only God can help them. Only the Lord. And that's where we fail. We do not believe that God can take care of us in these uncertain times. Yes, he can. I'm looking to those that's out there who is going, really going through really going through and ready to give up. But you've got to understand that God will take care of you. Get your trust out of man and put your trust in God. That's the problem. Our nation is so far away from God that they don't even know who he is. It's, 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 just, it's just so sad. And he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. Now, let me show you once again something else now, dealing with how to trust in during uncertain times. God always gives us examples in the, in the Scripture. Let's go to Genesis chapter number 21. Genesis chapter number 21. Very A very familiar Scripture. Genesis chapter number 21. Genesis chapter number 21. Trusting. In uncertain times. Trusting in uncertain times. Now, Genesis chapter 21. And we're going to begin reading. We're going to start reading at verse verse number 14. Here, before this, it deals with Abraham and Sarah and their handmaiden. And where, where Sarah had doubted what God had said was going to happen. And so what she did was she gave Abraham her handmaid, which is Haggai, to bring forth a child. Now, when the child comes, all of a sudden she's angry, she's upset. And because of that, Abraham begins to hear what she's saying, and they're, they're ready to get ready to discard uh, uh, the handmaiden. And this is where we picked up on the story in, in, in verse number 14, Genesis chapter number 21. It says, And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and he took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Haggai, putting it on her shoulder and the child, and sent her away. And she departed and wondered in the wilderness of Bathsheba, during these uncertain times, don't be surprised at people you expect or thought would be there for you will send you away. Don't be surprised that those that you count on for the things that you think you need from man that they do not send you away. And when they send you away, it will put you in a place of wondering. 
And when I say put you in a place of wandering, she found herself wandering in, in the wilderness. But it, the significance of uh, Beersheba was it was a place of seven wells where the oaths were made. See, it's the location more so than a person that's important. Because it's where you are, not who's going to be with you, is, but it's where you are will make all the difference in the world, okay? Because, see, sometimes and most times God has to put you in a place by yourself for you to hear him. Because most times there are too many voices speaking. Hmm. Have you heard a lot of voices and, can't, you know, you can't decide which one you want to listen to? <laughs> I mean, everybody's chattering. Everybody's trying to tell you what to do and how to do. Mm-mm. Yeah, you got to get away. You got to steal away and find yourself alone with God. Now, watch what happens here in verse number 15. Even though something was given to her in verse 15, it says, and the water was spent in the bottle and she cast the child under one of the sherbs. In other words, her condition got worse. Don't be surprised if you find that your condition is going to get worse. But what you going to do when your condition gets worse? You got to trust God. What do you do when, when it appears that what you have has dried up? Anybody that, you know, had a little kitty and had a little stash? Can we be real? We had a, at one point we had a little stash. Now you can run to the stash and get some out. Now we can't really run to the stash and get some out because we've been dipping over into the stash and after a while won't nothing be in there. Anybody been there besides me? So what do you do? It's, that's uncertain. Okay, God, what, what, what's going on? What am I going to do now? What, what, what am I going to do? It, I can't go there because, and the sad part is just about everybody's in the same condition. We're on the same playing field. I, I, I know a lady that, 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 I mean, was a millionaire, was, but what the situation and the circumstances of the now has deplenished or depleted what she had. So we're on the same playing field. The only difference is who are we believing in? See, that, that, that's the thing. Everybody, is just, it's another 9-11. Everybody's on the same playing field. It's just like when a, when a hurricane or a tornado goes into a state and wipes out the whole community, the rich, the poor, and the, the ugly, and whatever, they're all on the same playing field because they, no one has nothing. But what do you do when you find yourself on ground zero? What, what, what do you do? What do you do when you find yourself on ground zero? When you don't even know how you're going to make the next end meet. See, this word may not be for some of y'all up in here because God has truly blessed some of y'all, you know. But there are some people out there is at, at ground zero right now and have no clue what to do. Contemplating on taking their lives. And that's, and that's sad because that means they don't know God. But, but, but what do you do? Now watch, watch what's happening here. Verse 16. Verse 16. In Genesis chapter 21, 16 says, And she went and she sat down over against him a good way off, as it was a bow shot. For she said, Let me not see the death 
of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. In other words, she was a place to give up. There are a lot of folk out there that's at that place of wanting to give up. They're at that place. Have you ever noticed, have you noticed lately all the food lines getting longer and longer and longer from blocks to blocks to blocks? The food, have you ever noticed that? It may not have come to your house yet, yet, but it's coming. It's coming. She was at a place of give up. And she could not phantom. She didn't want to look at the death to her situation. Because, see, she had the son she needed to take care of. But they had spent everything that they had. Everything was gone. That which was given to him was gone. And she sat there, and the Bible says, and she lifted up her voice and wept. Do we not know God sees every one of the tears that we drop? He hears us. He hears our voice when we cry out. And when we weep, hmm, God hears and he sees the tears that come down from the situation of uncertainty that we've been going through. See, a lot of us have been going through some things but not telling anybody. You know, you, you know we're good about wearing masks. <laughs> we're good about that. We're really good about that. But we're holding on to our faith. We're holding on to our faith. Now, watch what God does when, when that, that tear that, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. That tear that you dropped, hmm, watch how God responded. That, that cry, that, that when you lifted their voice to him, watch how he responds or he responded in verse 17. It says, and God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God called to Haggai out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Haggai? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Right where you are, God has heard you. Right where you are. He's, when, when you cried out, when you pleaded and said, oh, God, I, you, you know the situation. You know the circumstances. You know what's coming. You, you're not limited by time. You're not limited by space. God, God, you're everywhere. You're not even limited by my circumstances in life. And that, tear, that one little tear caused God's ear to open and respond to you. And your circumstance. It, 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 it caused God to do that. Now, see, Haggai's name means God sees and God hears. In other words, El Roi shows up on the scene in our circumstances. El Roi, the God that sees and the God that hears. Because, see, many of us are crying out. The world is crying out. Well, we are not sure what's going to happen. But God is saying, trust me. Trust me. Trust me in your situation. And then verse number 18, because I love how God addresses in 17, he addresses her fear. Many of people are operating in the spirit of fear. 
They're operating because they don't know. You know, when you, 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 when you had a job and you know that, you know, you can go in on Fridays or Thursdays, whenever you got paid, you, you would have an income. You knew you would be able to meet every need. But then what happens when things, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. Let, I, I say this again, and I've been saying it over and over. Look for another shutdown. We're going to have another shutdown. Amen. We're going to have another shutdown. Expect it. Look for it. It's going to happen. Okay? But don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid because, see, he addresses the fear that Hagar had. He addresses that fear. God wants to address our fear that we have. Amen? And then verse 18, this is an instruction. He says, he says, I want you to arise. Then he says, lift up the lad and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And watch verse number 19. See, many of us got some closed eyes. Verse 19 says, and God opened her eyes and she saw a well of, she saw provision and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad to drink so uh, God says here he said now many of many of the body of Christ we have closed eyes and God is going to open up because see it has to be opened up by faith and there's no other way it can be. It has to be opened up on faith. See, we are so used uh, uh, of uh, the thing called sight. We, you know, we, 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 if we see it, okay, we're comfortable with it. But God said, this is a time in these uncertain times, you got to operate in your faith. You got to believe. You got to call it into existence. See, we don't, I don't know why people think there's certain things you can't do. I, I believe God for kingdom prices no matter where I go. Amen. I trust God for kingdom prices. Amen. This is what you got to do. You got to operate in your faith. You got to allow your faith to do the walking for you. You got to, you got to trust God. Open up your eyes. Cause see, uh, as long as they are closed to the power and the things that God can do, you will never be able to, to operate into that place where we can operate in faith. We are faith. We're supposed to be faith children of God. We're supposed to be people of faith. That's what we're supposed to be. But our eyes have closed. Our eyes, not only, oh Lord, not only has our eyes closed, but our ears has closed as well. But let's go, let's go now, the, the, last, the, last, the last part. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter number 17. Jeremiah. Let's go to Jeremiah because we're talking about uncertain, uncertain times. Trusting God in uncertain times. Trusting God in uncertain times. Trusting God in uncertain times. Are we there? Jeremiah chapter number 17. This is a key. It's very, it's very crucial. Very, 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 very important in these uncertain times. Jeremiah 17 verse number 5. It says, Thus saith the Lord. He says, cursed, and that word cursed, that means devoted to destruction. Hmm. Cursed be the man that trusteth in who? Man. And maketh flesh his arm, or maketh flesh his strength, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. See, when we trust in man, God's word says our heart has departed from the Lord. 
How many people are trusting in the leadership of the White House who have not a clue what to do? How, how many people are trusting? How, how many people are believing man rather than believing God? See, when I got my trust and faith in man and what man going to bring to me, the devil is a lie. Man can't give me anything that God will not touch his heart and tell him to give it to me. But see, our hearts have departed from the Lord when we trust in man. When we begin to trust in our own selves, our own abilities, our own gifts, thinking it's going to bring us everything that we need. No. God said you just devoted yourself to destruction when you put your trust in man. You can't put your trust in man. You, you, you got to know, you got to put your trust in God. You have to put your trust in God. Look at how many people ended up with COVID-19 because they're following man. How, how stupid can we be? How unlearned can we be? How can, how can man have that kind of pull or that kind of influence over us that we will allow ourselves to become sick and possibly die by following man? That's crazy. And I'm walking in that spirit. Mm. Because it angers me. It, it, it literally, it should anger everybody in the body. It should anger all of us. It's crazy. He says if you put your trust in, in your ability, in your flesh, or anybody else, he said you didn't set yourself up for destruction. It's, it says doomed for destruction. In other words, there's no way out. Because you put your trust in man. And when we put our trust in man, we depart from God. Our heart, we... We have left God. We have left God. We've left God. And it's sad. It is so sad that we are so far away from God. Sad. Now, watch what it says now. He tells us whenever our heart is departed from the Lord, let's look at verse number 6. Are we there? Because we, we're almost done. Verse number 6 says, for he shall be, this is the one who's putting that trust in man. For he shall be like the heath in the desert and shall, ooh, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited. In other words, when you put your trust in man, you're going to suffer life. You can't even see good when it cometh. When somebody want to bless you, you, you can't see it. You can't say the Bible. It says you can't even see good when good is coming. You know, <laughs> we gave out a couple of weeks ago, we gave out some food boxes here. And we got the call and asked, do we want them? Yeah, I'll take whatever you got to give. Yeah, it's free. That's what I said, free. i take it. Well, in the process, now I could have really been stupid and the church would have been deprived. Of that food box. There was a paper in that food box. I don't know how many of you saw the paper. I don't know how many of you read the paper. 
Well, it said come from the White House. Well, who in the White House? Who's in the White House? Trump. Now, you think I was going to be stupid enough to throw away that food because that paper said it came from the White House? The devil is alive. See, it says, if you follow behind man, it's, it's, the word says you won't be able to see good when it's coming. Well, that was good because that was food. I don't care where it came from, but I knew it was going to fill my belly. So, so don't follow man and, 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 and because of things that come your way, you're going to turn it down. See, you can't even see good when it's coming. That's, that's wild. I wonder how many people turned down that food because it came from the White House. The devil is a lie. It cook and it eat and it digest the same way. Don't care where it came from. That, that food came from the farmer. And by the time the farmer got through planting, all that planting and all the water and the sun, all that stuff come from God. You got, you got to have some wisdom. You got to have some wisdom. Don't turn nothing down. Uh-uh. No. You know, if your enemy want to bless you, okay, come on. I'll receive it. <laughs> I'll receive it. Oh, no, I don't like them. I'm not going to. The devil is like, come on, it spins. You just go on and put it in my hand. And I'll say, God, you, you sanctify it, you bless it, and thank God bless you, son. Amen. You, you got, to, got to have some wisdom. You got to have some wisdom about some things. You don't want to never get to the point where you can't see good when it's coming because of the, whose hand it's coming from. Now, some people get crazy. They get so holy and righteous and sophisticated. Oh, 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 no, I can't take that. Move out the way, I will take it. And I will use it for the kingdom of God. How oh, we get so high and mighty. Oh, money is dirty anyway. Every bit of it. I don't care what bank you get it out of. It's still dirty. It's still got germs on it. You bring it on, put it in the pot, and see what we take it. And we'll bless and use it for the kingdom of God. Amen. Hmm. See, you, you know, you got don't be crazy now. Don't be crazy. Now look at verse number seven. Verse number seven in Jeremiah 17. Watch what it says now when we put our trust in the right place. It says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. See, when you trust in God, you're blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I trust in God. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And, and, and see, so many people holler, run around here and holler, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Got no kind of faith. Any kind of trouble, show up at the door. They, they, they gone running. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Oh, I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. Are you really? When, when it's e- Oh, Holy Spirit, what you doing here? It's easy to holler, I'm blessed and highly favored when you got food in your cupboard. But is you still, are you still blessed and highly favored when you're suffering lack and you don't know where your next meal come from? Can you still say it? Can, can you still say, I'm blessed and highly favored, knowing that God is going to provide for you? But you don't know where it's going to come from because we're living in uncertain, uncertain times. Can you still say that? Can you still get your shot on, as we say, when the music is playing? Y'all heard that, didn't you? When the music is playing. 
Because a lot of folks shout to the music. They don't shout to the, ooh, don't shout to the spirit. It's the truth. Where is your faith? Where, where are your faith in these uncertain times when all these church doors are closed up? We run around here scared. And we're serving God. Crazy. We are supposed to be children of the most high God. Our God would take care of us. I'm not saying being foolish, being stupid. But my goodness, how is it that you're going to have a drive up, let's fellowship and have a hot dog sale. Drive up, fellowship. But you can't open your church doors for the people to come in on a Sunday to worship and praise God. What's wrong with that picture? What? Leaders! You need to come out from behind the, 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 the four walls of your home. People, people are hungry for the word of God. They tell you to drive up and drop off your tides. Yes, they do. Because I know a whole lot of people that do it. No church, don't go in, have fellowship with one another. You, you got a mess. You got all these things that God tells you to go ahead and put them on. But they can't, you can't, they will not open the church doors. But have you to drive through on Wednesdays and Sundays for you to pay your tie. Come on. What happened? Do, do they think that the body of Christ is ignorant? We need a word. We need a word in these uncertain times. We've got to trust God. He said, I'm blessed when I trust him. He says now, let me finish verse 7. He says now, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. See, my hope is in the Lord. My hope is not in man. My hope, it's okay to go vote, but listen, at the end of the day, God going to have a final say so. My hope is in God. I had a man, young man to call me the other day, and he's a truck driver, and he's, he said something about, he said, no, he said, I, I, I've got this gun, I went to, to buy me some bullets, and they told me I couldn't have but 20. I said, I said, wait a minute, what? He said, yeah, he said, I want to get me some, some bullets. He said, you know, everybody tell me what's going to happen after the election, so I want to get myself some extra bullets. He said, I couldn't have but 20. But yet he said, but somebody else walked up, and they got a whole case. I said, at the end of the day, them 20 ain't going to mean you no good. If if your name is on that bullet, it won't make any difference how many you got. Because don't take but one to kill you if it's shot in the right place. People are running around doing crazy stuff. Get under the arms of God. Get under the, get under the wings of God. His promise is to protect us. His promise is to protect us. He says now, verse 7, he said, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Watch verse number 8. And this is our last verse. It says, For he shall be those that trust in the Lord. He shall be, he'll be fixed as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see, watch this, and shall not see when he cometh, 
but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Listen, if you're blessed and you're trusting and have your hope in God, he says now, when the heat is coming your way, he says you ain't going to even feel it. He says you won't even feel it. You won't even be able to, you won't even see it. See, in other words, with all the uncertainty going on, you're still not suffering light. You, you, whatever the, whatever's going on out there in the world, you're not feeling all of that. That's because you're under the wings of God. See, we, we, when we talk about, oh, I'm going through this and this is going, wait a minute, who, who are you under? Whose wings are you under? The word of God says you won't even feel the heat. I mean, he's, he, he, look at this, listen, look at this. He said, uh, uh, but her leaf shall be green. This is the latter part of eight. But her leaf shall be green. In other words, you're going to be prospering and shall not be careful in the year of dry. In other words, in a dry season, he said, you ain't got to worry about it. He said, because I got you. Hmm. You ain't got to worry about it. See, the, what's happening in the body is stop reading and studying the word of God. Stop believing what God is saying. God said, listen, let the drought come. If, you, if you're a child of the most high God, he said, you won't even be affected by it. Whose report will you believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. He said, I won't be affected when there's a drought going on. It's a lot of drought. See, God... God will make sure you have what you need. God, I'm going to say that again. God will make sure you have what you need. God will make sure you have what you need if you are following him. If you are a child of the most high God. One of them same places in them boxes with them vitamins. Every time, seems like every time I go in there, I got some cans of Lysol. God is good. You hear me? Because I'm, I'm a, when you, if you come to my house, I spray. When you leave my house, I spray. I don't care who comes. I sprays. And he knows when I'm running out. And I have people coming. Well, do you have? No, I don't have. I, I learned my lesson, Sister Marlene. Mrs. Marlene. I learned my lesson. When God began to bless me and tell me to put up. Oh, do you have any? I can't. Get out and trust God and pray and ask God for what you want. My cupboard was about dry. I had a little bit left. I was like that one with the oil, that little bit oil. I prayed, and God sent me what I needed. And I was dancing, dancing in my house, praising God, praising the Lord. Trust God. That's what God is saying. In these uncertain times, please, ma'am, and please, sir, trust God. That person that's out there at a point of giving up, trust God. Don't put your faith in man. Man can't help you. Only God can help you. Put your trust in him. Put your trust. And these are uncertain times because we have no clue what tomorrow may bring. But what we do know, we got a God that knows it all, sees it all, and he will take care of his children. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. 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 Trust in God in these uncertain.